Hey guys, uh, thank you for watching again. Uh, we're here. We come from another episode of uh, our drunken history. We are coming to you live from uh, our our hangout. We're at Gasano's <laughs> in Fort Smith, Arkansas. We are here with Travis, as always, and Megan and Bobby, who uh, are the best bartender in the world <laughs> and the manager here at Gasano's. Yeah. Bobby, by the way, is a Green Bay Packers fan. So fuck you, Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All so right. this this week uh, we decided to do a episode on the second oldest profession in the world of bartending. So I think you all know what the first oldest position uh, profession is in yeah. the world. But uh, prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Makes great. sense. That's great. Yeah. Mary Magdalene started it all. Yeah. <laughs> so we we thought uh, would be the best to come to see our our favorite bar, our favorite bartender, and uh, when we uh, do our trivia night here at Gasano's, we have our, our nerd night that we do, and uh, we'll do our uh, episode on on bartending. So maybe maybe they have some stories that we can do here later when we, when we talk about bartending, but uh, we'll do a little bit of history of it and. See when, where it goes. Do you guys know when bartending started? Because Travis does. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, if you, on the research, the bartending, they said they can trace back all the way to the ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans. And I guess the Greeks were really older than the Romans, so I guess it goes all the way back to them. And uh, back then, uh, the Greeks, if you were a bartender, really you were in charge of making the wine not only were you serving the wine you were making it and making your spirits making your wine and serving it to your customers and we like we did an episode a while back on on bar games and they said some of the bar games like uh beer pong and uh what was the other one it was um we did presents and assholes we did beer pong we did uh there was another one it was um there's another game. Well, so they, they traced that all the way back to the ancient uh, Greeks where they would take the tails of their wine glass because back then the wine wasn't filtered. It wasn't yeah, it was chunky clear. Wine. So they'd take like the last little bit of their wine glass and they would swirl around and throw it at a target, like a, a spittoon or a, <laughs> a, a bucket throw it across the room for bets and they would, and that's how kind of like beer pong and different bar games if you guys started. aren't busy we can go to uncork next door <laughs> yeah. and play that game right. they'll, they'll appreciate it yeah <laughs> so so you got your your bartending goes all the way back to ancient greece wow yeah i did not so, know that so you know your history goes back that far right second oldest profession second oldest profession wow that's if you if you want to take credit for that, yeah. Props to you. The fact that they had we, to make their own wine. We've come up uh, with a designation on our own with that. I mean, it it may have been con conjointly. You never know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we'll call it. Having to make your own drink, like Number make your own drink. So to make drink. I don't know. I know Travis did too. When I was in Afghanistan, I used to brew my own wine. Yeah. Did you really? In a locker in a tent. That was the. Uh, that would be. Uh, what do they call that? Um, I lost the word for it. Hang on. Making your own wine? I didn't no. know. Is that simple? Oh, yeah. It's pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, we used to order the shit off. Allegedly. Of a, that's the word. Allegedly. Oh, yeah, 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 Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you might not want to. I don't give a <laughs> shit anymore. It's been years. If they want to come after me for that, I don't fuck. Yeah. No, uh, we, we ordered our shit off. like It was like spiked.com. And there was the... It was uh, the website. Uh, 
and it had DIYwine.com like, was it one. Had, yeah, it came <laughs> with yeah. like a like a little cork thing that had like a turkey injector yeah, you know, thing yeah, and like you poured yeast in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And it tasted fucking terrible. <laughs> and uh, you go to the you go to the chow hall and you get the big jug of concentrated grape uh, juice. Yes. We did yeah, <laughs> we did the there? same thing. Yeah, we would do the concentrated grape grape juice and then we would pour it in there and then we ordered yeast and we would pour it in this little stopper thing. And then uh, uh, what else did we have? We had there was one other thing we had to do with it, but it took like two weeks for it to form. But we put it in these like do you remember uh, like the no explode uh, oh yeah like the jugs of like protein powder or whatever they had it they had an energy drink it was like the original energy drink. if you get and like the five pound jug of protein powder it holds like four gallons if you put liquid in it then we yeah. would do those yeah well, well we would sit we would pour it into these energy drink bottles and then sit outside of our tent in Afghanistan after work and drink them and then people would be like and it was like fucking hardcore like workout shit and they'd be like are you drinking that and going to bed? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like straight up fucking like prison toilet fucking grape oh, juice. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Toilet grape juice, yeah. Oh, it it wow. did the job, though. Oh, yeah. We got, we got shit house. That's funny. <laughs> so when you get back to a little bit of the history of uh, bartending, you uh, look at after the, the Greeks and Romans and you get toward the Middle Ages, you get the uh, in the 15th, 14th, 15th century in Europe, they were known as innkeepers. And the innkeepers, they would have like a like a restaurant, a pub. You think of like Europe, you hotel. Of, yeah, you think of like a, a bed and breakfast kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, and the, the innkeepers would um, they would make homemade wine, they'd make homemade beer or ale, and they would serve it to their customers. And that's how also so it'd be like a bed and breakfast that served. Your your wine and beer to the, your customers. The term reminds me of like the horse and groom. Yeah, exactly. In, they're in, they're in, in Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, we 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 both uh, went to uh, this. There was a base in England. It's called Waddington. Uh, like two years apart, we were there. Yeah, but uh, there we didn't even a, know each other. At the we, time. Yeah, we, we were there <laughs> at different times and didn't even know each other. Yeah, but the hotel we both stayed in the the uh, DoubleTree Hilton or Hilton whatever the fuck Hilton DoubleTree. Uh, and there's a restaurant next to it called the Horse and Groom that is like a classic. That's what's great about about England though too, because all the little bars and pubs had these awesome names. Like you had the Horse and Groom, and right down the road from there was the the Witch in the Wardrobe, and <laughs> there was like um, what was the one that was the like riverboat thing that was out there? Yeah, that was. Uh, oh man, I have to look it up because I don't even know the. But yeah, they were they all had these weird or little iconic little names yeah. with them that and some of them were hundreds of years old that would you know anything way older than anything we have here wow yeah that is kind like of cool thing owned. about your yeah the, the history of it is there's, amazing yeah. there, there's there's the one that was it's in i don't remember what city it is it's in england it's one of the oldest pubs in england nottingham is it in nottingham yeah it's called yeah, it's, yeah i don't remember the name of it but it's in nottingham it started out as like a, a a chapel or a church, and then it moved into a pub. And it's 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 it's, it's uh, in the like foundation of Nottingham Castle. Yeah. Oh, the one in the cave below. Yeah, it. the yeah. cave one. Yeah. Yeah, that was been operational since like the 1300s. It closed this year. Wow. Damn. Yeah, it closed this year because of COVID. Imagine and it it's, didn't the old, it's the oldest bar in the world. Yeah. Wow. And it closed because of fucking COVID. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's sad. A freaking cold shut it down. Forever. Yeah. 
now uh, I, I'm hopefully it'll reopen but yeah they, I mean that's that was one thing really cool thing about you going to some of those places in uh, in in England and Germany that some of those places are just so much older than they are here yeah oh yeah man and just being able to see some Dude, of stuff I I went to so I did a uh, uh, like a fucking two week German class trip when I was in high school. And uh, we we landed in Vienna, Austria, and we went downtown. And I ended up, luckily, rooming with two of my buddies. And uh, there was there was like 14, 15 of us. And then we met up with students from like Texas, Kansas, uh, Ohio, I don't know, a couple other places, whatever. And uh, we ended up going downtown to this place, and it was called Cafe Guitarra. And it was like the guitar cafe is what it translates to, whatever. But it was in Vienna. And... Uh, it was like for a four hundred year old bar. Wow, that, that's incredible. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, is, but the cool yeah. thing—the bartenders were the owners. It was these, yeah. two, uh-huh. these two guys that they were the bartenders, but they were the owners. Oh. And they had me and all my like we got we hung out there like three nights in a row, and we spent a fuck ton of money there. But we these guys were cool as shit, and they had a sign an American dollar bill and hang it on a wall on on the on a clothespin, and then if. They were like, come back whenever, and if you can replicate the signature, you'll drink for free. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> hey. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, it was really fucking cool, man. Heck yeah. That's dope. Wow. There, there was a place I saw, I was looking, uh, this this ad popped up. I was looking at YouTube or, or something, but it said, uh, you're looking for people to be a king in, in England. I'm like, what, are you, what is this? So I looked, I clicked on it, looked at it, and so there's this place, it's a, it's a tourist area but there's an island and it's off the coast of uh england and i can't remember the name of the island of it but it's got like an old castle on it that's all kind of ruined castle that's like a tourist area but they have an inn and a in a pub and they they're looking for somebody uh, like a family like a man and wife or a family to come run the inn and run the tourist castle area and then they will grant you lordship of the island while you're employed for, for as, a, like, as a caretaker of this place. Let's go. And that's where? It's in England. Down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I was trying, trying to talk the wife into doing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she said no. That would be so cool. She's still undecided on it yet. <laughs> no, this is ongoing. Like, long, you, have, you realize you have competition. As, oh, long, yeah. as, it, <laughs> as long as it doesn't turn into some <laughs> Jurassic Park island, I think you guys <laughs> might ought to go. Isla Sorna is coming for you. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a you get to run the restaurant and the and the pub how you see fit for like the it's like a, a one year contract and you're and you're the king of the island and you get to make all the decisions. Do you do you get a crown? Yes, there's a throne. There's, there's a throne. And a and a crown, and you have there's a change of command ceremony kind of thing in the old castle and all that. Yeah, you get to sit there. Legit. You are a this legit whole lord. episode is giving me Games of Thrones vibes. Yeah. I yeah. have not a rule with an Thrones. iron fist. I yeah, tell you. <laughs> totally down for all of this. Yeah, that'd be great. I feel like we should we should have. Uh, it'd be the first am- like first Earth. American king of this island. <laughs> There you Fuck go. Yeah. yeah. So just taking it back over. Yeah, just taking it back over. Yeah. There we go. Reverse acquisitions there. <laughs> Bitches. Oh, that would be so pissed. Oh yeah. He's like you Americans. <laughs> so Megan, how long have you been tending bar? How long have I been tending bar? I've been tending bar for gosh. Um how long has Chris been open? 
uh, right at about five years. We're a couple months under five years. No way. Has yeah. it really been, been that long? long? Really? It totally no has way. been that long. Yeah, I know. It has not oh, felt was, that. Yeah, right. I was totally five years younger when we started Dude, here. Oh, absolutely. That is now, exactly. Wow. Because I, I remember I'm, you yeah. from across the street over there. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, yeah. That's a whole story within itself. They actually gave me my start at bartending over at JJ's. Um, and I was there for maybe three months bartending. And I was like, all right, Busana's open up. I hopped over here. I was like, please, please have me as a bartender. So. Yeah. Now I guess a total like almost five 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 years over okay. five years a little bit. If if Kusana's is hitting five years, then man, what's yeah. your what's your favorite drink to make? What's my favorite drink to make? Oh God. So you got the you got there's 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 always drinks that bartenders you know they don't mind to make and then there's ones they're like oh I can tell you which one I like fucking old, hate old fashioned everybody's like fuck I gotta smoke this thing oh yeah. my god I gotta but muddle some shit <laughs> yeah somebody you know this I old like to guy make... wants me to muddle this chair oh absolutely <laughs> I if you ask me to make an old fashioned I'm gonna be cursing you out of my head like so you don't 100% like, you don't absolutely like, fucking hate so number you don't one like Cooper least favorite drink to so some yeah some yeah. bartenders it's like they have their cocktails where it's like. Okay, I can see that you know Sam's bartending. I, I might want to go check on that old fashioned. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. just like, <laughs> they're just people are very particular about how they like your drinks. My least favorite yeah. drink to make is an old fashioned. My favorite drink to make is probably margarita. Margaritas are similar. I love, really? I love people margaritas. People aren't very picky oh, about yeah. the margaritas. So, do you like them slushy or over over the rocks yeah. with tequila? <laughs> you don't care what yes. form it comes yeah. in. You just just no. everything, but I don't know, man. I'm an alcoholic, so I like to do mine on the rocks, so I can just like chug it. If I, I, like, have to. I like, yeah, on the rocks with some salt. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same boat, man. I'm, I'm not a slushy yeah. person. Like, if I want a fucking snow cone, I'll go to somebody's pull behind trailer. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys like margaritas? What's your favorite drink? Oh, uh, I, I like margaritas, margaritas, but I, I'm I'm a I'm a classic like. No shit, like I like gentleman Jack on rocks, no mixer, like yeah. that's it. Like I'm, I'm totally cool sipping whiskey. It's a good but drink. I, uh, I don't have a problem drinking number seven on the rocks. Like I don't have to have a See, mixer. I, I can't do that. And it's not that I don't. I like I like Coke with it, but I like it by itself more. And I don't. And I don't know why it's not like a. I'm not trying to flex or whatever. And like, <laughs> like I don't. It's I just, just, I just like the flavor. Just I just like, like the flavor. Drinking okay. black coffee, right? right. It's, it's like, like an, it's an acquired yeah. taste. For yeah, sure. and, and well, and and I did not like Jack for a long time. Like it was an acquired taste. I uh, I actually like once I was legal, uh, I drank a lot more rum than anything until I moved into whiskey as I got a little older, I guess. Uh, and now I fucking hate rum. Really. Yeah, um, I don't. If if I drink rum, like, uh, do you, like I don't. Do you guys have Don Q? Uh, Don Julio? No, Don Q. Mm-mm. We don't have That's Don Q. Mm-mm. So Don Don Q is it's uh, and I didn't even know it. And no, like not many places in the states have. It's a Puerto Rican rum, and it's it's a fucking good ass rum. It's just for some reason it's not big in the states. Hmm. Um, I I. I don't like Malibu. Malibu tastes like fucking suntan lotion. Mm. Well, Malibu, it, it's it's over processed and, and loaded. It's got and loaded and, and copper so flavors and it has yeah. copper tone. <laughs> it's got copper tone in it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like I I don't like Bacardi's okay, but like Don Q is like my my yeah. favorite rum. Mm. It's just hard to find. It's crazy how Bacardi though has became one of the biggest rum producers and and biggest. Uh, 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 Liquor or spirit producers in the world now too, because they uh, they own several other companies I did, I did too. Know. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, we'll have to do when we do our 
Hemingway episode when we talk about rum, we'll have to talk go into Bacardi yeah. because he Hemingway was big was, in Bacardi with in mojitos. The dude was awesome. So. Mojitos. That's one thing I've never had to make as a bartender. You've mojito. never made a mojito. Mm-hmm. Mojitos are like it's like it's one of those things. I like I don't like making them, but they're they're actually really good. I right. like. I don't them. like mint. You really? You don't? I can't imagine drinking that. It's not my drinking thing. Mint. It's good. It's good. I yeah, say that. And I, I like. I love a chocolate. I love chip. the smell of mint. mint. Yeah. Mint no, chip ice cream is so, my favorite. So, ice like, cream. I'm, I'm totally cool with yeah. like Wrigley is double mint gum. Yeah. But as far as like a mojito is not. Right. Drinking it's not it's like meh. It's one of those things like in the summertime when it's hot or you're out by the pool, mojito kind of fits. But it's like. But, so, so, but so does a gentleman Jack. And then you're just like cool. I don't, yeah, I don't know <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, how did you get your start? And. Yeah, have you ever bartended? Did you bartend? I have never bartended. So um, my background in this uh, all started in the kitchen. And uh, there's still things that I use daily that I learned at 13, 14 years old. Um, But, uh, yeah, my first job was at a a, uh, fried food buffet, basically. Yeah. (laughs) That also sold burgers and stuff. So salads, there was some fresh food element to it. Um, it wasn't just completely, you know, fryer, frozen bag, fryer oil, whatever. And so anyway, um, crap, I've been uh, working in kitchens for, um, you know, 10 plus years by the time I'm like 24 or so. And I had dropped out of college and uh, finally someone asked me to run a kitchen for them. That was um, a local Outback Steakhouse. And um, I ended up running that kitchen. Um for close to five years here in yeah. town here in town really yeah, yeah. so you're so, you're are you local fort smith you're like from here i graduated high school and immediately moved to fort smith and when i moved first moved up here i was going to college oh but shit. that didn't okay. last that that only lasted like a year for me so cool. you beat me bro <laughs> <laughs> i made yeah. it this semester so um <laughs> i my last year at outback i start to learn how they operate their front of house systems learn how to do their bar more from a managerial yeah. side of things i i never worked a bartending shift um a couple weeks ago nikki had to leave like in an emergency situation sunday lunch no thank way. god it was a slow sunday you had to bartend but for like 30 minutes i was the bartender and, <laughs> and it's like one of those things like everyone's tabs are already open and they actively like need refills and people are in different phases of ordering food, getting their boxes, paying for their stuff. And it's it was literally like I was sweating bullets. <laughs> um, see, see, like, I think I could hang bartending as long as I'm filling beers or making rum and Cokes. But if it starts getting more complicated stuff, or, or you know, there's there's certain things like a mojito I know how to make or a margarita I know how to make. But if somebody orders an Old Fashioned or a Manhattan or something like that, right. I'm not going to know how to make that shit. <laughs> so exactly right. When, when I was in Korea, I, I did a year in Korea from 05 to 06. And uh, I worked off the books at this bar downtown in Osan. Uh, well, it's called Pyongtek is the name of the town. You Korea. worked as a bartender? Yeah. That's well, cool. I, I won't say that I worked. I was there. Right. Uh, but it was it, <laughs> drinking. It, it's oh, called, sure. it, a bar called Christine's downtown. And uh, the girl who owned it, was she was, a, she was Korean, but she grew up in San Francisco and then moved yeah. back cool. and started her bar. Wow. Uh, Probably rents a lot cheaper than there. Oh yeah, and and she was that chick was awesome. She was (laughs) fucking awesome, Uh, but she let me keep my tips. 
Oh, and oh, heck yeah. she let me drink for free. And I was not on the books at dude, all. Dude, you can't beat that. And, and that was it. Yeah, like, and dude, I've been trying dude, to do that. The thing is, is like <laughs> in Korea, like 97% of people just wanted a beer. Yeah. Really? That's it? Yeah. And the other ones just wanted whiskey. And I was like, this is the easiest fucking Hell job yeah. you could that's ever have. Cool. And then you would get like the all but be like, I want a fucking Scooby snack. And you're like... What the hell? Mm, what the fuck that pour is? Pour the yeah, bar like, mat into the into uh, the cup, and here you go. So that's the thing over there. They, yeah, they, so there, there's a bar over there called. Uh, I know what the bar mat shot is. That's like right. a fucking. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bar over there called the Whiskey A Go Go. Oh yeah, and it's named after I don't know if you get the Whiskey A Go Go is a really famous bar in L.A. Because I was when I was when we did the uh, the we did an episode a while back, and we were talking about the Whiskey A Go Go, and I was trying to research and find pictures of it. I found the, the Google map of it in, in, in South LA. Korea. But oh, and the one in, you found the one up well, I couldn't find any pictures of the one in Korea, but when I Googled it, the one popped up from LA, and I was like, that. And it just showed a picture, and, and it, you're like, there's no way. That's not <laughs> it. It's like, I can't find that. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's like, it's like, it's a cool place. It, yeah. I mean, it, re- it really is. It's like, it's very, very neat. But uh, it's like the Beatles they, they didn't do play a, in Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, they do a thing there where they, when all their bottles get below an inch, they just pour them into a big bowl. And they let it sit oh, up on top of, the, of their freezer in the bar. Ew. And then once it gets full, like, everybody takes a so drink. So you're just... You're just drinking a shit ton of people's backwash, and it's just whatever. No, it's not. No, I'm talking about the the. No, no, it's, like it's the, the leftover bottles, bottles from behind like, the bar. Whenever they get under an them? inch, yeah. They, oh, okay. So it's but okay. it's like a hot mix of fucking everything. Everything oh, from like from God. like some will be like fucking peppermint schnapps, and then some oh, are like fucking man. Cuervo, <laughs> <laughs> and you just and it just you just never know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a different ratio every time. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. we were always there, and then uh, we did New Year's there. And uh, I ate the hottest pepper I've ever had in my life, and got shit faced by 4 p.m. and passed out. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the rolly chair incident with the elevator, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, no, that was a buddy of mine, but it was the same guy. Yeah. yeah. I had this buddy Tim, and he fucking he passed out in my room, and I he passed out in my computer chair in my dorm room, and so I wheeled him down the hallway into the elevator. I duct taped him to it. Then I wheeled him down the hallway, and I drew a dick on his forehead, and I just left him in the elevator. And then, like, I woke up at, like, 11 a.m. the next morning, and I was like, where's my chair? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> and I, like, <laughs> left, literally left him in and the I, And I ran down the hallway, and he was wide awake, duct taped to that chair, just like. He couldn't move? But people had been taking the elevator, and they had all just left him there <laughs> in the corner what of the What do you do with that guy? <laughs> he was he so pissed. But he didn't know about the dick on his head. <laughs> so, like, he lived in a different building, like, across the street. So he went over to his room, and then they immediately had, like, a fire drill where everybody had to leave their dorms and, like, go out into the yard. And he was the guy standing there with the dick on his head and not knowing why people were laughing. <laughs> oh, you my God. You're not lying at all. Not one That's got to be one of the funniest yes, stories. I and, I was, and then he was like... You motherfucker! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, what?" I come back with a vengeance. I'm like, "Ah!" Uh, Can you, you imagine some of the reactions he got? Oh my! God. It was, it was awesome. He's like, "I'm a stand-up guy, please." Oh man! I'm sure he was dick. like, "Will you push me to my room?" And people were <laughs> like, "No!" And people were like, "Like there was people like making out in the elevator and shit." And he's just sitting there like. 
duct taped to the armrest like oh my god <laughs> fuck my life <laughs> 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 hey, yeah, it, was, um, it was bad it was but it was good so this is how we roll getting back getting back to our off of our tangents that we've been on like <laughs> we've talked about the packers and we've talked about the razorbacks yeah, become bad. fans motherfuckers getting back to getting back to bartending so bartending. you had uh bartending kind of took a a lull in action through the through a few hundred years because it was mainly just beer and wine but then you started getting some some more creative cocktails and stuff as time went on but then one of the most devastating things happened to mixologists and bartenders happened in the earliest 20th century prohibition prohibition and that kind of put a grinding halt to things so you had the Bartending during the Prohibition era and is actually one of those things where people or where bartenders literally took their skills underground to the speakeasies. To the speakeasies. Yep. That's where speakeasies originated from. Speakeasies. Yeah. Have you so, ever been in one? Yeah. Where? Uh, Dallas, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know the name. So it's of like it. a trend now where they actually have like trendy speakeasies. Yep. So do you know what? Do you know why it was called a speakeasy? No. Okay. So you would go into an ice cream shop say next door right here mm-hmm. go to an ice cream shop and you would say a code word and you'd say I need a whatever a blue this is so blue funny. a blue snow cone this right? is so funny that you're saying this and they say okay and they would lead you to the back and take you through a secret door or a back office and you would go downstairs into a secret bar that was whatever and that was that was a speakeasy because you spoke secretly you spoke quietly and you you gave a code word that the the government or the cops didn't know about and you would go to a uh, a secret bar because back then during prohibition alcohol was illegal right so you would uh you was it was secret bars so you had to have a the code word to get in i never knew that's where speakeasy speakeasy is a term for the lingo that it took to get into the area that would sell you the alcohol and now I, it's I a trend to. you can there's like legitimate like ice cream shops or butcher shops and stuff like that are legit ice cream shops and butcher shops but they also have a bar in the basement and if so you know cool. the code word you bro can I, I gotta tell nice. this story so my best friend got married out in denver mm-hmm. and for his bachelor party his brother is a, a college professor at uh at uh, university of chicago and he set everything up, and we went to a fucking ice cream shop. Yeah, and walked in, and he made a special order, and they opened up a refrigerator door that was a fucking real refrigerator, and then opened up the back, and we walked through oh, into cool. a speakeasy. That's yeah. cool. That's bad. Yeah, there's that's something bad. like they give you a coat, you know, parka, and you go down, and it's like a refrigerator, what? and you're down there, and, and like. And, you Dude, have, that's and bro, there was families ordering fucking Sundays, and they were just like, "What the and you hell?" Just, <laughs> and we just rolled through like eight we're, of us fucking like dudes, like eight of us Walking dudes walked into the refrigerator, and they were like, "What Dr. Seuss shit is this?" Yeah, it's like a, it's like a <laughs> scene out of the mob. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to my buddy Pat's fucking bachelor party. And that's and one of the things I want right to do. Down in. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking cool. It I, was I would like amazing. to open a, a, a bar But it's like so that. funny that you just said because we had not talked about this before. And the way you said, yeah, ice cream shop. I was yeah. like, motherfucker, I went to that ice cream shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. There, there's, there's places like that, and it's like a whole new trend now of the secret speakeasies where it's like a, um, it's like the the cool thing to do, I yeah. guess now as a, as a it, because it, it's like a, a thing where 
not very many people do it, so it's a high demand kind of thing. It's, it, like, it, it's, it, a, it's it, a niche. It, it's a niche market. Yeah. It was incredible. I mean, it really was. It's probably really nice. There's whole like it was, and, and it was like it that. was like a really smaller, intimate uh, yeah. bar inside, and we got like some fancy drinks. Shit, I yeah, and it's like twenty dollars a drink there. type places. It's wow. like it's not. But you got to keep it alive somehow. Totally worth it. Yeah, that's Just, so cool. The experience because in it, itself was was well worth the right. cost. Because like the clientele that go there is only the people that know about it, and they don't advertise. It's only worth. There's one in. There is one in Fayetteville. Yeah. There, yes, there is one. We were talking about that last week. There's one in Fayetteville. I don't know the name of it, but yes. I looked it up, uh, I don't know, like a month ago. when we Because we had initially talked about kind of mm-hmm. doing some, and I, I didn't like I think they do like, I'm I think not they do the, holiday I'm not too. the research half of this podcast. <laughs> I'm the... Hey, there's one on TikTok that's a laundromat. The the laundromat? I haven't seen that one. Oh, I, I just show up. He's the, he's the color commentator. You, yeah. get, you get the play-by-play play and the color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so sticking on with, uh, with Prohibition. So during the time of Prohibition, so for one thing, bartenders at the time were actually, it was kind of uh, looked upon as a lower echelon position, like they were kind of almost looked down upon like it was a it was a job that really people didn't respect or anything like that but then when prohibition hit it even hit even further because then that took away a lot of those the bartenders livelihood so if you didn't work for a speakeasy you were out of work you didn't work wow so a lot of the bartender there was thousands of bartenders at the time i mean this is over the united states the whole u.s uh a lot of them moved actually out of the country uh, down to, to, to Cuba, right? And they moved to Cuba. Yeah. Wow. And because uh, Cuba at the time, it's only 90 miles away from Florida. And so. But they, it had a really hopping culture, you know, at the time. Right. It was like it was like the vacation spot. It yeah. was like uh, the, bah- well, I mean, the Bahamas are right out there. But it was it was a close, easy access vacation Not spot. Not super for expensive. It was a different country, yeah. so it had different rules. So Americans could go there. And actually, that became like a huge vacation spot for Americans because. You could go there and get a drink, and it was illegal huh. in the states. So a lot of the bartenders from the U.S. moved to Cuba to be bartenders. Wow, that makes sense. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, go down there and then and serve up some mojitos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the most popular drink was back in those days. Got to be rum related. The the, the, the I wonder mojito. what the easiest alcohol to get a hold of was. Rum, because. The well, rum has been around. Rum originated days, from yeah. the Bahamas, so you got Cuba, the Bahamas, and Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico is, uh, was all rum because it's Haiti, sugarcane yeah, plantations. Okay, I don't know much about my liquors, so. I... Well, we did an episode a while back yeah. about pirates and, and Caribbean rum, and that and that's the Caribbean and those islands were that's their there was their principal export was rum and molasses and sugar was their what they what they. Exported, so they got they had everything you needed. Yeah, right. <laughs> when you get drunk, go to Haiti. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. And so we're we're planning on doing an episode later on about authors and uh, Hemingway, a famous American author. He lived in Cuba for a long time, and, and one of his favorite drinks was rum mojitos. Wow. And uh, so That's they, cool. and so they uh, drink a lot of rum down there. And in the in the pirates, we had our pirate episode that we did a while back. And that's how they uh, fought off scurvy, was drinking rum and lime, was fighting off scurvy yeah. with, with the pirates. Huh. Hmm. I, I have, what is your best bartending story? Oh, God. So this could be best something that's funny that happened, 
a, a fight that broke out, a we know uh, a celebrity experience. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, you know, what, you know we're fishing. What's here? your most memorable oh, bartending experience? Oh, the, hmm. the one that the one that sticks with me the most is when I was um, uh, Thanks, serving. I was actually serving. I wasn't even bartending that night, but I was a bartender here? at Chili's. Was at Chili's. Oh, at Chili's. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I. Um, so we have to at Chili's. You have to card everybody that appears to be under thirty, and it was like an hour before close, and there were these two ladies that came in this lesbian couple and um oh, sat down i didn't think it was, gonna was go. wait wait was like I can't, I don't you want me to go into it you want me to go into detail i don't know a, a masculine woman and I, a that's feminine what, woman i was gonna say who was the man who was yeah the um <laughs> so I they came in whatever i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but the the feminine the feminine woman, she, she, you could tell she was not 21. Okay, she was very short. She was very young in the face. And as soon as they sat down, they were ordering drinks. And I was like, well, can I see your IDs? So they gave me their IDs. She handed me her ID, and you could tell. it was. I think it was like 89 was the year that she was born. Damn. I was like, all right, this is obviously already off. And then I looked at the weight, and the weight was like... 212. <laughs> it was like, it was double her weight. And then oh, I looked no. at the height, and the height was taller than her. And I was like, okay. Oh, and mind man. you, the manager that was on that night was that he's like an ID Nazi. If you don't show an ID to him and there's beer on the table or something, he is going to rip you a new asshole. So I walk it back to him and I'm like, hey, I think this girl just gave me either her mom's ID or a fake or something. I was like, can you go up here and verify it with her? So he takes the idea ID up there and I'm like standing off to the side, kind of watching it go down. He's like explaining to her, well, this obviously doesn't match your demographics. It exists, so I, I'm not going to be able to serve you alcohol. Well, you she gets demographics. Oh, right? man. Oh, <laughs> she gets pissed at me because uh, I obviously had to explain to my dark, manager. So I come back, come back to take, come back to take her, take their uh, food order because obviously I'm not going to give them any drinks. And she immediately is just like very testy with me she starts I, I asked the lady well what can I get you her girlfriend and she goes she um well she wants da, 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 and just I was like okay well if, I, I told her straight up I said if, if you guys are gonna act like this after what just happened I'm not gonna be able to serve you and I went back and then I walked away to <laughs> get them some time to think about it there. and I walked up to my manager and I said hey they're obviously upset about me not being able to serve them alcohol she's being very testy with me so I let them know if they're gonna act like this I'm not gonna serve them he's like okay that's that's reasonable and so I walk back up to the table and they're like, we're leaving. So they're leaving. Meanwhile, I'm over here. I'm like, all right, that's fine. So I walk over to my other table. As they're walking out, this girl is going off. She goes, you bald headed bitch. You ain't shit. <laughs> she was like, meet me outside in the parking lot right now. Oh, meet me outside. She, she's and, G'd up from the Yeah, <laughs> so my manager's coming up. He's like, ma'am, you have to leave. Like literally having to pick her up and take her out. Oh, mean, my, mind you, I'm like, what, 5'10? This girl is like maybe 5'1. She's like down here. <laughs> it's, the, it's the little ones that are feisty. I saw but the one thing i remember is her calling me a bald-headed bitch and walking out <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so and i was funny. like hey at least i can drink legally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as she was walking out she's like meet me in the park and i looked at my watch i said i got off in an hour i'll see next you next time i'm mad at you i'm gonna totally call me a bald-headed bitch <laughs> i was like you know what that's fair it's true but what, hey uh, what percentage of your customers would you say are trying to pass an underage ID? That's a good question. You know, Do I don't. Like, I don't think I catch very many people because a lot of people that come in here, Gusanos, are regulars, so yeah. they pretty much know who they are. Um, but I haven't. I ha I don't think I've had anybody try to get one over. I've had people order beer and not in order beer for someone else and try to drink it in front of me and me be like hey like you know you can't do that but 
Other than that, I really haven't had anybody try to get over really? on me on that. Yeah, surprising. Surprisingly, I did. I will say, ABC came in. I don't know if you guys know what ABC yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. ABC came in one night, and did legally, they, they have to tell you if you ask them straight up, "Are you under twenty-one?" They have to say yes. So ABC walks in one night. We're dead. It's just them two that come in. It's this older guy and this younger girl. They sit up at the bar, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, cool, whatever. I'll get him some beers." So they order beer, and she goes, can I get a beer? And I was like, yeah, what do you want? She was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, do you want a bottle of beer? Do you want on draft? And she was like, yeah, bottle's fine. So I'm pulling out this beer. I have already given him because he, he looks over 30. I'm pulling out this beer, and as I'm about to uncap it, I'm like, you know what? This is kind of weird. And I was like, actually, can I see your ID? She pulls it out, and the year wasn't right. I was like, I looked at her, and I, go, I was like, you're not 21, are you? And she goes, no. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I can't serve you put the beer back by the grace of God and they walked out. That was the end of it. But had I given had I given her that beer right there, oh, yeah. I would have been fired on the spot. Yeah. But uh, it was like shit. something told me I was like something's weird about yeah, this. Yeah, the little the spidey sense go off in your yeah. ear. Yeah, yeah, thank God. I literally like was yeah, I top it off. F them for coming dude, in so late. It's like, dude. hey, we're normal people too. Like we, <laughs> we want to finish our do- uh, jobs and go home right. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard Jesus. of them doing that. They'll send somebody in, even that lo- that looks young but is yeah. twenty one, and they'll go in to see if they get in because there's because there's they some places ID'd. to see if they even get ID'd because they look young. You know, them. dude, I I never got ID'd in my life until I was over twenty one. Really? Oh. Wow, that's crazy. Which is, but it was weird because it was like. My 21st birthday was the first time I got ID'd. Oh, you're and probably pissed, huh? And I was like, well, yes, no, no, I got no. It was, it was kind of, it was, I mean, it was, it was cool, but it was shitty because it was in North Carolina and I had gotten to know everybody at this bar. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and they all, they all just, because I was there for like a year and a half. Before you turned 21? And they had been oh, serving man. me the whole fucking time. Did they know? Yeah. And, well, they oh, found man. out. When they went to the car, they, they, they found they out. Had, like, they you're just hired, now. They had hired a new bartender, and it was at a Logan's Roadhouse. You had been that going to a, a Logan's Roadhouse for a year. <laughs> yeah, and I went in there, and they had hired this new bartender, and it was, like, literally my 21st birthday. And Damn. they were like, can we see her And I was like, yeah. And they were like, okay, you're good now. And all the, everybody else was like, <laughs> and I was like, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all never asked. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, but they had, and it was because everybody I hung out with was yeah, like older. a year Dude, older than when me. When I was in high school, we I had this buddy that was, we, we were all on the football team together, but this guy, this kid, I mean, he was the same age as me, but he was in high school, think of it, a senior in high school, you're 18 years old, he was 6'2", 270 pounds. He was an offensive lineman. He had a full beard. Tongue just looked like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 horse. No. But this dude looked like he was 25, but he was in high school. And so he was he was our beer bitch. Like we, <laughs> we're like, hey, we're going to the we're going to the beer store and you're buying. Like here, here here's the money. Like and, send and him we, in. we'd you go just roll in and send him in and like he was like, All right. Yeah. And but the thing is, he was this guy that was like he was so laid back and like reserved. He's like, Are you sure this is okay? You know, and like he was one of those guys that could crush you if he wanted to, but you <laughs> but know, he was gentle, he was gentle, right, a gentle yeah. giant. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, you need to go buy his beer. And he's like, okay, let's go do it. <laughs> Just depressed. Oh, okay. okay. Big ogre. <laughs> Still got beer. But, yeah, we'd take him and then he would uh, we'd 
we go party out in the woods with with our that's uh, funny the cases of beer they bought <laughs> <us a nice laughs> <little bit. laughs> on a on a on a managerial front when a customer gets unruly yeah with your customers or with with your with your employees right you have to step in <laughs> have you ever had a throwdown so <laughs> So, greatest story to ever happen at Gusano's. Obviously, obviously, I'm lighting the fuse here. <laughs> so, okay, so it's cool because tonight's Wednesday night. This event happened on Wednesday night. It's trivia night, which trivia is a unique crowd because obviously um, a certain type of person plays trivia, right? Yeah, and nerds so, that like to drink. Yes, <laughs> and so it's 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 an interesting crowd. A lot of the same orders. You know, anyway. <laughs> Disclaimer, these guys are in here almost every Wednesday for trivia. They just so happened to not be in here they this one night. They were not in here no, this no, one night. This, no, I was in here this night. He yeah, was. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know why. I, <laughs> I was. I had to stay home for some reason. Yeah. And, uh, and I texted and him full, afterwards. Full disclosure, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not afraid to throw a punch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Same. But I didn't. Same. I did we're going to get to that. I wasn't here for this whole event. <laughs> So it was great. Um, the night gets going. I'm um, the manager, but we have a, a short staff situation in the kitchen. So I remember that night feeling like I needed to focus on the kitchen like a little bit more. I needed to actually be in the kitchen. Um, long story short, um, a group comes in slightly before trivia and they're sitting at kind of some of our nicer spots. And uh, it's kind of weird to me. But I think I remember, I may have checked with you, like, hey, is so-and-so coming? Yeah. Because they're in their spot, and it was one of those nights where maybe some of our regulars aren't coming. Yeah. And this guy, when we went back and watched this thing on film, this particular person... Do you still, do you still have... Ooh. Party foul. Party foul. Do you still have, do you still have this on film? Can we get, I believe so. Can we get a copy of this? <laughs> I, I don't know. Can we put know. this on the podcast? Can we put this on YouTube? I don't know. <laughs> For legal purposes, I'm not sure. <laughs> And that's the thing too. Uh, there yeah. are still oh, pending charges. I would bet probably not. Dang. So <laughs> all right, we'll have to do a follow-up episode. When we'll, we'll yeah. you, we will Where draw you guys now? cartoon sketchboards. So um, very particularly weird group of people comes in, and in my mind, I remember thinking early on. They must have thought they were coming to JJ's and just ended up here. And, and, Absolutely. And, and, it's a different and just crowd over there. <laughs> but, so on film, before everything happens, man, this guy is just... So he's somewhat of a wannabe bodybuilder or halftime He started off okay, guy. but then he just got worse and, and worse. Um, he's he's here with his, his yeah. girlfriend and his son. His son has a girlfriend. I think his son's dog Wait, is old here, is and they just—but no, they, they left at some is. point. Like we're tired of your shit, so they, <laughs> they brought this big ass Great Dane. I'm talking. Yeah. This motherfucker was the huge. Was, the dog yeah, was awesome. Know there was dog a was dog. Best part. Yes, he was huge. He was and the best part. The dog was about the dog. The dog was awesome. And they <laughs> said service dog, and we allowed it. Now I learned from this that service dogs are trained to not sit on the furniture. They had actually had the dog on the furniture. Yeah, oh, he, he was furniture. sitting on the bar, yeah. on the on the thing right um, over there. Falling yeah. out of the seat. So I actually as a learned fact. about that. A big from old puppy. Wow. It was great. But so anyway, um, long dog. story short, um, it oh, ends God. up that we have another very uh, regular table to us come in, and they happen to sit next to this table, 
and uh, they're pretty prominent customers and you know good rapport with the bartender very regular on certain days of the week Wednesday being one of them and awesome cool we're we're doing okay well this guy he starts to get in my opinion like he's showing symptoms of like having taken something behind it uh, besides alcohol yeah yeah he, he was he started uh, getting aggressive yeah. yeah yeah and he's being touchy-filly and he's trying to interact with other people than the people that are with his party right. yeah mm. so at this point I'm like okay I have to watch this because he's going to cause an issue eventually with these other guests who he's mm-hmm. close with the guests that were sitting next to him they they were uh, having a good night I would say up until a certain point yeah and they're being interactive um, to a certain extent it was it was it was friendly up to that point because yeah they were they were just kind of bullshitting back and forth maybe a little trash talk back and forth but nothing serious you know it was like normal banter that you would expect back and forth between like teams that were competing and stuff like yeah. that right. well know, he so was trying to hit on the two girls the two married yeah, there women was an at the aspect table. of that uh, uh, two women were married and their husbands were there and that's yeah, what set yeah. it off it's because the husband was like yeah bold so then, yes yeah. very bold yes so it's a bold um, move, Cotton. <laughs> yeah, it works out. I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> to escalate things, a third married couple joins the party. Oh God, I forgot about them. Yes, joins the party that um, big old is dude. next to the group. Big old dude. Yeah, big old dude. Yes. Big old dude. Because and so yes, <laughs> and so when that guy yeah. joins the party, he finally is the guy that says, "Dude, you need to." STFU, you know, yeah. shut the fuck up, you know? Yeah. And, you know, this guy that's been all, you know, fucking all over the place is like, hey, uh, you know, fuck you. I make more and money than you. He started to, he had so much to say about all the money he made. He's like, yeah, um, he, was, he was bragging about like he was making. That's really cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he made right. a point to say he had more money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I don't know what eventually, I don't know eventually how it boiled over, but um, I believe. The aggressive guy that ended up fighting everybody, he finally takes a swing at the third husband that joined this the group. Big yeah. dude. Yeah. Big and dude. when he did, oh, man. he he tried to go literally from point A to point C. <laughs> and when he did that, drinks are gone, tables are Beers getting knocked are over. I think he elbows a girl. And in reaction to that, one of the girl, which I say girl, she's a wife of one of these other patrons. Yeah. She then tries to hold him back and just rips his shirt in half. It was his whole scene. Tables are yeah. falling over. Drinks are flying. Dude gets hit. Eventually, dude I'm gets screaming. hit. Yeah, I'm like, get out! Really screaming. I, was, I was over here. It all then. happens like right over here. It, it was yeah. right over here because, and I was at the end of the bar, right over there, talking to Megan, and I, and I just was. And you're like pretty sure your whole table gets obliterated. And I'm, I'm sitting there just saying, "Hey, what's up?" or whatever. And Megan's like, "Oh no, look!" And I turn around, and there's a fight right in my face. Pandemonium, right next to the Seriously. And like the big dude comes stumbling back, and I just grab him. <laughs> And she says, get him. And I, I grabbed him. And then he. The other guy's <laughs> So I think he got hit at that point. Yeah. So I'm calling the cops. One of the wives literally says to me, don't call the cops. We're, we're fine. And I'm like. No, we're not. I'm it's like. I remember you. This is the opposite of fine. <laughs> I remember literally saying to her, like, who the fuck do you think you are? I was like, you don't work here. Like, I'm calling the cops. Do you see this? Yeah. And uh, it was weird. It was. Um. It, it, it was so weird. Fly. So yeah, um, the 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 guy who was really aggressive and started it all, 
his whole party tabs out and leaves. Yeah. And they're gone fast. Yeah. yeah. But, but they're he, in the parking lot. He has one or two of his kind of buddy crony guys hanging around him. They're kind of talking shit, whatever. Everyone goes outside. I'm on the phone with now my owner after calling the cops. Every yeah. time I call the cops, I call my owner. Hey, man, call the cops. How many times have on? you had to call the cops? Today, today. May, <laughs> three times. <laughs> you, you, you had to today? today? Yeah, yeah, over that guy. The homeless guy. Over the guy. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that later. Chattanooga choo-choo. Not to be a dick. So <laughs> finish, finish the fight so, and we'll get into yeah, that yeah, yeah, to yeah. finish the story. I learned so many lessons from this, from being assaulted here. Anyway, to finish the story. I get on the phone as as their group is ushered out finally. Um, the most aggressive guy being like one of the last three guys that would go. Um, I get on the phone with my owner and I step outside the front door. If I could go back, I'd never do that. <laughs> I would have just locked the door. You isolated yourself. <laughs> I totally did. I totally did. Yeah, I did. Um, so I step outside the front door and maybe take a couple steps outside the front door. And he sees me on the phone from, I would guess, maybe, you. maybe 30 yards away. Yeah. And uh, it's like a charging grizzly. He's no. coming at me. And uh, I'm on the phone with my boss and I'm like, hey, man, we're good, dude. And uh, looking back on it, like I should have been ready only, to go. Only right. one of you was good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, at this moment, I realized. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's like, like when someone's running at you, like for the min, for you're the like, moment before is this you're like running at me. Like your your mind is going. Me? What's happening right now? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like. And oh, I would shit. tell. Oh, fuck. Like, I would tell the girls. It's go time, and I'm late. <laughs> I would, yeah. I would tell the girls later on, like in that moment, I was more thinking of like, yeah, we need to get this guy out of here. And when he came at me, even at that moment, like you know, when you're when you're like yeah. facing a guy and the knuckles are up and whatever's been said or whatever's going down, like you you have that moment where it's like it's go, yeah, like, and and the, the yeah. anger, the you were aggression, not afforded that moment, <laughs> the adrenaline. <laughs> and I guess we're doing this. <laughs> so he comes at me, and he weirdest thing so the dude okay he's got a little bit of height and a little bit of weight on me for sure like probably not just a little bit and he's more mus muscular but the dude grapples me like he doesn't come at me and is like boom 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 he comes at me and puts me in like a chokehold and then like tries to like bear down on me he tries to know mind you he's in a corner mind you so when he bodies me up I'm right out the front door in a corner, and the no doors are shut. And, and Megan goes, "Look!" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> and I'm literally just flailing my arms. Like, if I can hit gut, I'm hitting gut. If I can hit head, I'm hitting head. Yeah, you gotta do what you can do. That's all. Yeah. I'm doing. You in the <laughs> <laughs> You're probably biting. <laughs> I probably was. I would. I probably hey, was. No holds barred at that point. And uh, uh, one funny moment. One funny moment from all that. So. Uh, some of the regulars who were involved in the altercation, they're at the door. And one of them is a good friend and a good regular, and his name's Ryan. And Coming off the top rope in there. <laughs> Ryan! Ryan! This is Sean Shawn Michaels, yeah. Marty Jannetty. At this point, um, Ryan, like, kicks open the door, and the doors, they don't, like, they, they come back closed very fast. And Ryan... Throws one punch and hits, and he probably he may have had one of the best hits on the guy all night. And the door shuts, and 
Here I am in the corner in a chokehold. I'm alone again. You just riled these motherfuckers up. Appreciate it. No, it was literally like three guys on Bobby, and Bobby by himself in this corner. So, dude, cops show up. Dude, literally, he had a hat on to start the whole night. He, both of us, lost our hats in the altercation. He took my hat and ran. And he runs it's across just, the street. That's when you know you fucked up. Like yeah. when you're just like, I have to get a hat. And, I don't yeah. care if it's mine or not, but I'm out of here. I gotta get, gotta go. So that yeah. dude, that dude, I don't know if he was arrested with a Gusano's hat on, but he totally stole a Gusano's hat. That night. yeah, he dipped over to Jay. So he so, runs across the street. So how, we're, we're we're recording this episode and we don't even get a Gusano's hat. Do we need to start a fight to get a Gusano's hat? Is that what we gotta do? <laughs> Dude, big question. Yeah, good question. Yeah, with the owner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, they end up finding the guy underneath a, a jacked up truck in a JJ's parking lot. And they're like, hey, what are you doing down there? And apparently the guy said, I'm taking a piss. And he's like laying down no, under a truck. Not. Yeah. And of course oh they drag God. him off. They arrest him for a PI that night. And he's, I'm pretty sure he lives in another state, works in another state. But he's wanted in this county now for, <laughs> for a couple he's got, assaults. He's got a warrant oh, out for him. Wow. Oh, I can't, I can't the, go back to Fort Smith. I got back a to the Great Dane. The Fuck Great trivia. Dane poked a hole in the in yeah. our boots. Are you serious? So, so they had to pave to get the entire section yeah, reupholstered. So we okay. redid. Oh, so yeah. I'm not bringing my. I felt so bad for that dog. He was the, basically collateral. It no, was the fun. Great Dane was so sweet too. I oh, paid him. He was an awesome. He was uncomfortable. I mean, because he was. For sure, he could tell that it was because he was with an asshole. Part about it all is this is his girlfriend, the guy who started it all, the instigator. His girlfriend's walking around like mascara running down her face, it was talking weird. to talking to his son about how like he treats her like shit and all this other stuff. <laughs> She's starting really to weird. walk over to other tables, she start was, really she was, with she other was people. Like closer to his son's age than than, than his age. Was she yeah. hot? She's pretty. She's pretty, <laughs> but it was like she was also like probably half his size. She, right, yeah. it, but oh. she was like one of them. She looked. She it was like oh girl. Like, oh man, she had set her path. Yeah, that shit. That was <laughs> so. So that, that was, was the uh, most violent uh, managerial story. I have tossed a couple out of an Outback Steakhouse for having sex in the bathroom. <gasps> what? Are you Swear to God. Serious? Swear to God. Hundred percent true. Knocking boots in the bathroom. It was. Did somebody this, bring it to your attention, or did you just happen? To someone brought it to my attention. Unfortunately, we had a witness. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Was it, I mean, was it that uh, person? Were they ugly? Uh, yeah, yes. That, 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 yes. That's like because it's one of those things. Like if it, like it's one of those things that are you creepy or are you sweet? It depends on how hot you are. It's creepy. Yeah. That's totally. It that's totally creepy. That's real. So we like. had this. Uh, we had this uh, semi-regular, and she would come in. She would drink wine usually by herself. She would stay for hours. She would always Uber. It was very peculiar, but also she. You know, normal. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, somewhat normal. One day she comes in with a male. Oh man! And she's a bigger woman, older woman, uh, obviously Sexy. single. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and she comes in. Knew what she wanted. She comes in with a man, that and point. it fits a certain Arkansas strope: bigger woman, smaller man. <laughs> oh! And I'll sw- I swear to God. Um, bartender notices like, they're like both a scrawny gone. male. That's yes. what you're talking about, little crackhead yes. looking dude. Bartender, I know exactly what you're talking about. Bartender, <laughs> no, the, this is a classic Arkansas thing. Bartender notices they're both gone. Notifies the manager, hey, I've got an unpaid tab, and I don't know where these people are at. At the same time, a hostess had to go do a bathroom check, <sighs> and they're in there. They're knocking boots. Were they in a stall or something? They were in a stall, but the door was not. 
Oh, the lift the door. They were intoxicated. They were intoxicated. And uh, of course, the hostess immediately understood that a male was in the female bathroom. Oh, no. Uh, but what she, if he identified so as what you, <laughs> So, what you're saying is the wine did its trick. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't think the hostess saw anything that she yeah. hadn't been exposed to before. She understood what was going on, right. very obviously. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That was so, what'd weird. you do? Well, I gotta call the cops. <laughs> so you hit us with another fact. I'm dying to know. Hit another fact. Okay. So up until this point, you know, it uh, bartending was it, so up until the Prohibition Act, and then up and even after Prohibition was repealed, uh, bartending was a very male-dominated industry, mm. which is which is like somewhat surprising when you think about it by today's standards yeah but like back in the day that's like a lot of industries sense. probably were we're, we're male so, so, anyway. so dick dominated at the yeah. time but, but i mean so and it, it's actually funny how it, it happened to me because it was kind of by accident so so it was very male dominated up until world war ii so you had uh, mm -hmm. the the uh, volstead act was repealed in 1933 with the repeal of, yeah, of, of prohibition. prohibition um and then you still, it was still a male-dominated industry up to that point. And then World War II happened, and most of the males drafted or and, and war age or, or draft age males went off to war. So then you had females were taking the, the place of industry in the United States and even in Europe uh, during the war, taking even, you know, construction and, and assembly and fact, manufacturing jobs. And even in service, Rosie the Riveter. Rosie the Riveter, yeah. So that that happened. So, but then females started working into these uh, in the service industry and in bartending at that point too. Um, so, women started coming in more into the into the bartending industry at that point during World War Two. Uh, so, and it was it was crazy because then after the war, after that happened, a lot of women when the males came back to the job a lot of females lost their jobs because males came back and it was still still technically a male dominated industry but then there's a few studies that came out that bars and hotels and restaurants made more money when females were bartending than it was when males yeah. so then at that point during the late 50s and early 60s when they started doing revenue research and and business research into how certain industries made money, and they realized that female bartenders made more money than male bartenders did. Hell yeah, they do. And uh, <laughs> so that's when actually the the bartending uh, industry kind of took a turn. Then after then is when they actually realized that they could make more money by by employing females as bartenders. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Do you think I have to ask? What was what was the thinking when it was established that we didn't we weren't going to allow men to serve? Is it because the appeal like of women just? It, well, I mean, if if I look at it, so if you want to look at it, because we don't allow men to serve here. I didn't even know that. Yeah. You well, so I mean, and it actually, if you if you talk about it in a blunt, Did you know that? Uh, I. I do know that, although I have to be careful about what I say. I was about okay. to say, maybe I shouldn't so, say allow. We so, just 
So you, you can't say it, but, but I can say it. So here's the thing. So people don't want to admit it, but sexuality sells. Right. And well, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the whole fucking point of Hooters. Yeah, exactly. No, and exactly. Twin Peaks and, and that's why there's that's why there's not a uh, popular yeah, chain. walk-ons. Fucking, <laughs> but we don't have like a set. Yeah. No. Yeah, but I mean, it, like, I it doesn't even yeah, have to be yeah, obvious I mean, though, <clears throat> because well, that's why there's not a Tallywhackers restaurant that's popular because nobody. I have an idea. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. The answer is unequivocally no. I would gladly exactly. be a manager so, there. Like to directly answer her question, like the right male could serve here, yeah, or a bartender here, yeah. And we've been really close to going that way before, but if we didn't have to, well, so if it, you, you look at you look at bar yeah. t- you look at bartending and the bar patronage and bar patronage is it's that it's, it's, it's majorly male, predominantly yeah, absolutely, male. yeah. And it, and if you look at that, then the the patronage or customers want to interact with females, and they're more likely to. Spend more money with a female server or bartender than they are with a male I, I, bartender. I, I can agree with that because, in and I mean, in all seriousness, the year that I bartended in Korea, where I got to keep my tips, mm-hmm. uh, I can definitely say that the female bartenders made way the fuck <laughs> more. Yeah, yeah, and if you, I don't know what your situation like was in Korea, but. You probably made more off of females. Well, I mean, look at me. I fucking told And so, that's... Yeah, no, I, I did. I, I did. Like, in, in all seriousness, yeah, I did. It's I, part I of made, it. I made and way more. But, but like, fucking less than 10% of the bar patrons exactly. are, are female. Right. And, and, I mean, so, granted, yeah. and, I mean, skewed as it may be, outside of Osan Air Base in Korea... Where the majority of the population is male, it's going to be skewed. But even just in just any fucking town in the U.S., the majority of your bar patrons are going to be, be guys. are going to be dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they're going out to whether it's try and get some or, ass, or, or they're going to go hang out with a buddy from yeah. work, or there's there's right. something on TV they want to watch. It's just yeah. it is how it is. Right. It's it's yeah. dudes want to talk to chicks, and dudes yeah. are more likely to. You know, consume more alcohol than women. Yeah. So yeah. it's all kind of baked into it, for sure. Yeah, it, and, it, and it really it just boils down to it, it's a it's a business profile or a business uh, yeah. model that you know men spend more money in bars and men are more likely to spend more money in a bar if the staff is female. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's crazy to think though. So uh, one of the last facts that I have right here, uh, there were several states up until the mid twentieth century that actually barred or banned women, females as bartenders as bar staff in bars. Wow. And one of the last states that barred females as bartenders was California, one of the most progressive really? states. Why? Wow. Why? That's shocking. And so up until nineteen seventy one. Barred females as bartenders as for serving alcohol in, in establishments. That's not That's all crazy. that long ago. It wasn't very long ago at all. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. But uh, but then once again, they realized that they made more it's money. Costing them a lot of money. They cost them money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will say as a woman, we we do have a lot more privilege when it comes to being in like um like predominantly male career things like that because like you said it obviously started off with more male and stuff like yeah. that but yeah bartending as a woman you can make really good money without well, having to do a lot and i think even even not even with bartending though even even just waiting tables even if you're you're yeah. at a restaurant that doesn't even serve alcohol period you're at a restaurant i mean a girl can come up to a table and put on a smile and 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 talk to the customers where if you are a dude and puts on a smile you're gonna look creepy as fuck <laughs> exactly so you stand better chance of making more money as a as a female at a at a normal just a restaurant yeah. than, than yeah. you would a male personality and will get you a long way it will you really will. don't even have to be like really fucking pretty cause I mean I know a lot of bartenders not a lot of bartenders I know a few <laughs> bartenders that aren't like wow, she's beautiful, but and she makes way, good way, ass money. Way to be cocky. Hey, no, uh, no, no, I'm not speaking for myself. <laughs> I will no, say but that. Also, no, too. but you know that's that's true because that goes a long way. Because they say personality goes a long way. If you go up to a bar and the bartender's an asshole, I don't care if it's a male or female. If they're a dick. I don't want to give them any money. Right. I don't even. I might Absolutely even just go somewhere not. else. Right. But that's where but that's cool. where bar, bartending, like male, female, whatever, like it requires. There's a, a touch a to a it. Certain right. personality yeah. type where you have to There's be able personality, to, to shoot the shit and act like you give a fuck. Yeah. Somewhat. Whether you, you do or not, whether you do or not, but the cool, the talent is if you're having a shitty day, you have to be able to turn it off. Yeah. 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 Which and then. I'm fortunate if I'm having a shitty day, we're gonna after. It's hard sometimes. I will it say is. though, being I, yeah. being able to acclimate is probably your your biggest power as a bartender because you have to be able to read what they well, say, it, read the room, like understand your right. one well, bar guest isn't relate. gonna be interested in the same as so you know yeah. you yeah. gotta gauge what they like, Absolutely. You know, gauge yeah, no, what they like. So you're not gonna have the same definitely conversation. Definitely a skill twice. set that comes with that. Yeah, Absolutely. So. And being able to be flexible, be able to like, hey, that person likes that thing, but that person doesn't. So right. being able yeah. to uh, Transition between customers and well, and not like if if there's a couple knowing whether or not to address the male or the female or right, yeah, I've never had a problem with that, thank God. But I'm worried about that, like, but it's just be crazy. I swear, (laughs) swear, don't talk to my man. That's why I always, if I'm gonna talk to a table and you can gauge them with how their personalities are. If I can tell, you know, the lady's kind of standoffish, I'll talk to her. You know what that means, though? If you can't, if you can't tell that you do it, you're good at it. Because you don't have to, you don't have to put effort into. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I've been in here with with Keisha, and if you don't have to work on your balancing on who you talk to, then you're right. obviously yeah. you like right. it's not, it's a it's a background skill set. I guess exactly. I'll say. Yeah. And see, with with Keisha, your wife, I mean, it's like I've obviously known you longer, and so therefore we have more of a rapport. But like whenever she's in here, it's like I, I still try to give her the same. Yeah, and because she's she, a great, she, she's good at. Sp- Speaking of people, you know, she knows yeah, how to carry she, herself, yeah. so. She's. It's like, yeah. She's I, I like I like couples. I like couples <laughs> that I can shoot the shit with, like both of them, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, because there's, you, you have certain customers that, that, there's certain people that just look to get offended at anything. Yes, and, absolutely. And, yeah. You have to tiptoe around certain people. Trigger folk. Right, yeah. Trigger folk, yeah. Uh-huh. But. You, you always look forward to the to the regular customers that you know you don't that don't give you a lot of shit. Re- yeah. Yeah. I was about to say we gotta, we gotta yeah. yeah we gotta you know tone it down a bit right yeah. because we, we we've got those regulars to come in here and we're like God I wish you'd just stay. The home other thing too like just to kind of wrap it back around with the post uh, prohibition stuff is just like I, you know no matter your concept 
a good bartender, male or female, can have all those personal touch things baked in and still put out badass drinks and yeah. put out a volume of drinks and handle a volume of sales. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It's just like in a lot of other industries, male or female can do the job. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where like, you know, obviously like, thank God, like <laughs> we're not yeah, living right. in 1970s, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where yeah, people are, aren't allowed to, yeah. you know, yeah. put their 100%. skills to work, so. Yeah, cause I will yeah. say, I'm not the best looking bartender here and I'm not the nicest bartender here. And there are some bartenders here that like, there's like, in, especially in the past, we've had like really pretty, pretty bartenders and people will just complain about their personalities all day long because they're just not. Or complain about the drinks. Right. You know? Okay, and so, in yeah, my, my personal free, opinion, so I'm going to bitch. <laughs> my personal opinion on that is though, and I'll, and I'll, unpopular opinion, we'll go with that right here. So, yeah, like you said, I'm paying for those drinks and a person like that may have relied on their looks their entire life and they have zero personality to back up that look right. and so they have zero skill and zero personality yeah. so like i'm a bartender but i'm i'm hot so i get by on it but now i don't know how to make a mojito like man your appeal is gone or what the fuck? or i order a drink and it takes me 15 minutes to go pour a beer right. like yeah. no it's an I, issue yeah yeah it's yeah. an issue so you have some people that rely too much on their on on their appearance and then yeah. because i'll tell you what and it, and it may sound weird or, or not not weird it may sound offensive but i've interacted with some ugly bartenders that were freaking awesome at their job because right. they had a, a great personality they told jokes they made great drinks they were fast that you ordered a drink like before you even got it out of they your were mouth really good they were really good they were poor, yeah. which they is... were good at their job and they interacted yeah yeah, yeah right. but i mean that's how and you know what they made money even though they may not have been the best looking right. person but i mean right. or whatever and that could be you know male or female exactly right. if you're having fun with a male bartender you're i love fun. to see you know male bartenders I mean? that have a great personality and like are good through. i love to see it because you don't see it very often yeah. yeah it's like when you do it's like a breath of fresh air like even at jj's the service might be ass sometimes but it, if you sit at the bar with it's one of the male bartenders they're nine times out of ten they're gonna be pretty fucking cool well there's yeah. certain places you go like i that bar certain bartenders working that night i'm not even gonna go there right because yeah, yeah. because you i learned. know i'm not gonna get good service or, I'm, right. or they're gonna be slow yeah. you already learned like you, you don't <laughs> yeah. vibe with that person yeah. yeah and it's also that's part of it too is like you know you're sitting down to have a cocktail or a beer it, it's uh meant to be relaxing it's meant to be you uh, decompressing you do and time. so you know a lot of times like like you just said like uh, I was there two Wednesdays ago, and that person was in a bad mood. And, right. Yeah, you know, I'll try it some other yeah. day, some other time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. One bartender can ruin your entire experience at a restaurant. Absolutely, you'll so. never go back. No. Right. So. All right. So I guess kind of to finish it up a little bit. So, do y'all have any bar tricks you want to show off before we, before we sign off? I don't. No. I've, I've I don't got, have any. I don't have any. I've, I've got one. What is yours? What, what happened? To, you have that bottle cap that I had a while ago. I just threw it away. Take your. Empty bottle. Right. So here's your bar, bar trick you can make some money off of. Okay. I will give you $20 if you can blow that bottle cap oh. out of the bottle. Oh, yeah. Or into the bottle. You gotta blow it into the bottle. Blow the bottle cap into the bottle. Into the bottle. It's physics. Gonna be easy, is it not? Yeah. Oh. You wanna try it again? 
Double it, or nothing this time. I have to blow on the bottle cap blow, in order to get it into the bottle. Blow, That's what you're telling me. Blow the bottle cap into the bottle. That's all you got to do. Blow the bottle cap into the bottle. Blow the bottle cap into the bottle. Yeah. I don't... What the fuck? <laughs> What's going on here? I don't understand. Okay, so My brain can't comprehend this. This is literally impossible. This is a bar trick that you can use to make money off of people if they don't know physics. Okay. So when you're when you're blowing into the bottle, yeah. if you have a bottle cap right here, mm -hmm. when you blow, you blow air basically on top of the bottle cap and it goes into the bottle. Pushes it back out. And it accelerates. It creates high pressure. It forces the bottle cap what out. What the fuck? And so, actually, the harder you blow, the faster so it'll come out. It'll it'll blow back at you faster. Like, blow in there as hard as you can. <laughs> it comes out even harder. That's fucking annoying. So, no matter how hard you blow, it forces it out that much harder. I never knew that. So, there's, it's impossible to blow a bottle cap into a bottle. That's embarrassing. I just was embarrassed it, myself for your podcast. Was it totally worth it <laughs> for the beer you it gave? It was worth it for the gas. Tax write-off. So worth it. All right. Well, guys, we appreciate you hanging out with us tonight at Gasano's, our uh, our local pub. <laughs> uh, our uh, our first unofficial sponsor of the of the year so far. Yeah. So <laughs> we didn't even get a T-shirt out of this. I thought I asked I asked Megan about this earlier. If they've had any T-shirts in the back. Megan said, literally told me that this was supposed to be tomorrow night. I don't know shit about shit. We'll we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they'll be here next week. I have week. to apologize. My eyes look towards the light, but the camera's down here. So. Yeah. They'll be here next week, guys. Don't don't let them fool you. So if you have a, a, have a subject you want us to cover next week, we'll we'll do it here again. Yeah. Throw throw it in the comments. Uh, hit like, subscribe. Always uh, don't drink and drive. Yeah. Always have a plan. Make sure you uh, either have you an Uber, Lyft. Sleep on your buddy's couch. We're trying to do this. Sleep on the booth of the of the restaurant you're there you go. drinking yeah, at right they, now. Yeah, they, they don't care. We sleep here all the time. Yeah. 100%. That's my booth right over there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you uh, at our next uh, podcast. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks a lot.